1: Guys, I'm Sy, and welcome to Age Podcast Nation, the home of the Andy Campbell Football Show, and this is episode 102, and this is 2021, the first show of the year, and uh, hopefully this year will be better than the last. is all I can say, but uh, as usual. You can find uh, all the great shows which you do on Ace Podcast Nation, youtube.com slash Nation, and the audio versions of all the usual podcast platforms. And uh, of course, you can get the... Uh, if you just want to streamline your uh, experience for football, follow at AC Footy Show on social media and uh, you can also follow uh, Ace Podcast Nation on various podcast platforms. And uh, just as we wait for uh, everything to fill up, as they were, and all the different platforms that I mentioned, because we are live, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, a big thank you. First thank you of the, uh, of the year for, firstly, Black Diamond Sports for all their support around the show as ever. And, of course, uh, our sponsors of uh, the Andy Campbell shows, which is Bespoke Financial. Uh, and here's just a, a quick, quick word from
0: them. My mummy and daddy have been talking about life insurance. It sounds like something to protect my brother and me, But I don't really understand. Then my Auntie Louise told Mummy about Bespoke Financial Teesside. She said they're a local company who helped her with her life insurance. Mummy got in touch and because they're based locally, a man called Darren was able to come to our house. He was really friendly. Darren stayed for a cup of tea and made it all really easy to understand. He said that life insurance will protect our home and family if anything bad were to happen, like if Mummy or Daddy got sick then we'd get enough money to take care of us and our house would be paid for so we wouldn't get taken away. After an hour, Darren said goodbye and mummy and daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted, we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner.
1: Yeah, big thank you to Bespoke Financial. of course they've sponsored the show for a while now almost half a year um, but they specialize in life insurance critical illness income protection mortgages and sports cover um, and as ever we thank them for sponsoring the show uh, and Darren Ralston of Bespoke Financial is still uh, doing the offer where he's giving away a free will worth 140 pounds with any new policy which is taken out so away uh, check them out give them a call and uh, don't miss out on that amazing offer and uh, I'll uh, talk about that a bit later again but uh yeah they've been looking after Andy for a few years now uh with various things and uh, of speaking of Andy introducing him the goal collector the fox in the box still the king of middlesbrough the second worst town in the country <laughs> he is david jones's favorite son welcome to the hellscape that is 2021 my friend uh good evening Mattia happy new
2: year um indeed this year can't be um any worse, you know what I mean. When I say that, when I say that, we're all all in, in anticipation of, uh, of, of some news in the next half an hour. So when I say that, I say it very flippantly, but listen, this this uh, this show, this platform, this this idea what we had um, seems like many moons ago gives us all a, an opportunity to forget the real world for a little bit and uh, and live live for what we love for um, live for what we love. Sorry, and what we love is football. And there's so many things to talk about, sir. You know, obviously we haven't had a um, a live guest over Christmas, which you know, I mean, is understandable. With um, obviously asking people to do something over Christmas, New Year's is difficult and, shakers, and things. Yeah, shakers yeah, shakers yeah. Not, they've had a busy time. So um, we have we have got um, some very interesting guests coming up um, over the next three weeks. I already booked three in, which will be news to say because I haven't told him. Um, so I won't name them, Shocking. but you'll find out. I have got some good news before I came on from all three, so I had to try and juggle some some dates around. So. Very interesting times. Some great things for the for, for the show, but yeah, can't wait for tonight. I'm really looking forward to, uh, to talking about the subjects that we've um, we've decided. Yeah, really excited.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, mate. I can't wait. i be very. I want the show to finish now so you can tell me who those people are. <laughs> there's, there's, I've got to wait like an hour and fifteen minutes, I text. I might just text you in a minute and just, Who is it? But yeah, it's been uh, an interesting, interesting week, mate. Uh, obviously, we had all the festive, festive football, as it were and then um, what not and like there's been games called off there's been managers sacked there's been players banned for social media posts there's been weird lamborghini crashes with images and sheffield united <laughs> probing that and it's been a very uh not boring couple of weeks on the football front um but uh, i would like to start mate with scottish football we don't talk about scottish football a lot um and I feel that uh, Rangers are running away with the SPL at the moment. Um, and I've heard for years, particularly over the last 10 years, where Rangers haven't really been competing, how Celtic would come in and they, there's no, you can't put them in the Championship because they'd walk the Championship. Uh, they've got to go straight into the Premier League and they'd probably compete in that. They'd be in the top six. And I've always been like, no, I don't think so. There's like three good clubs or three, three good football teams should I say in Scotland there's lots of good clubs and I just don't see it at all and like Rangers have literally come from the bottom and it shows that with a bit of money and a bit of a name and you can attract certain players you can just work up the leagues straight to a title content and it's taken them a few years you know once they got back up to the Premier League but they're not only can. competing for the title like they did last year, you know, arguably they competed till the last sort of part of the season. They're running away with it, mate, at the moment. You're muted anyway, mate. Did you hear, did you hear any, any of that, mate? Like, we'll have to come on. Right. So, uh, yeah, tell me what you guys think, because I, I, I don't think there's any way that Celtic uh, could come in and compete in the premier league or even the championship i think they'd struggle in the championship so did you hear any of what i said mate
2: i think i'm back i'm back now
1: did you hear anything of what i said mate
2: no so basically
1: i said like um i've heard over the last 10 years i'll paraphrase it very quickly like people were telling me how celtic you know they should go straight into the premier league because they would walk the championship they'd walk this they'd probably compete in the you know in the premier league if they came into it and i've never really bought it and then like, I think Rangers have kind of shown they went right back to the bottom of the Scottish Pyramid. Yeah. Had Obviously, had a name, had a bit of cash, mm. so they were able to attract a better player, you know, in League 2 than the other teams. But they've kind of worked their way up season by season. But And then once they got to the Premier League, you know, it did take them a couple of years to to really compete. Last year, they went close before kind of, you know, failing at the last sort of last part of the season. This year, they seem to be running away with it. And to me yeah. that shows how poor the league is because like look at um not FC United of Manchester what's the other one uh, South of City yeah. like they walked through the non leagues with money but once they've got up to the you know the the big leagues if you like the, the league 2 league 1 they haven't been able to continue that you know season by season promotion and i just feel like <sighs> Look, there's some amazing clubs in Scottish football. Amazing, like Aberdeen and Dundee's, and and all these historic clubs, Hearts, Celtic, Rangers. They're amazing yeah. historic clubs. Yeah. But as football teams, I there's like through those maybe Aberdeen mm. Hearts, Celtic, Rangers. That's it, isn't it? Yeah.
2: The problem for me, Si, is it's the size of the clubs. I think I think sometimes we get a little bit blasé about uh, the size of a football club and the size of a stadium, and because they've got all this. Um, Heritage, all his history, all his um, trophies in the cabinet, all singing, all dancing. Everyone just presumes that they're successful. You know that. Um, I could ask a question to the viewers. Ask a question to you. Who's the bigger football club, Rangers or Nottingham Forest? You know that. Yeah. You know, I mean, for me, Nottingham Forest have won the Champions League. They've won titles. They've won. They've been in the Premier League. They've, you know, I mean, they might be in the Championship now, not having a great time, but it's because of football in football and, and what happens in football. You know, if, if Rangers went in the Premier League. generate a lot of money of course they would sell out week in week out but what comes with that is pressure what comes with that is buying the right players what comes with that is you look at some teams who are struggling in the premier league arsenal for example yes they've picked up over the last few weeks but they're still struggling in a premier league which is so competitive i know we're going to talk about that later on but Mm. you know i mean for me i've been i've been torn because sometimes i think "Ah, do you know what let's um let them in the league just to see how they do you know but then part of me thinks well let's be fair you'd yeah, have to start at a level which suits other teams because why, why do they give, get the divine right to get promoted? But then I think, hang on a minute, why shouldn't they start right at the bottom? Because then teams like Salford, um, teams like um, anybody, Plymouth Argyle, might feel, well, why are they getting special treatment? Why are we not getting promoted? Why are we? So I can see it from probably every, every, every side of the coin. You know, I, I've always said, and you've said, uh, for me, I'd love uh, an Anglo uh, Anglo-Scottish cup um, and and have that have that kind of competitiveness in, 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 in a cup competition, knockout scenario where you know I mean North and South. I think I said that tonight about the league yeah. cup, didn't I? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think it'd it would really see if, if they could be really competitive and how they would fare against um stokes that you on a Tuesday night away from home with oh. the Britannia, you know? Did Do you see um,
1: did you see the interview with um, oh I think it was Lewandowski. He said he scored, Like they interviewed him after the game, and they'd obviously played on like a Tuesday night, and it was raining yeah. or something. And he said, "Oh, so it seems I can do it on a a, a cold night in Stoke on a Tuesday yeah. or something." I yeah, he put it on. He put it on Twitter. He put it on Twitter, and
2: I think some some players don't get enough credit for how humorous they can be yeah. and how and how really are and and how they watch football because you would only know that by watching English football and, yes. and seeing you know what I mean and seeing the old Premier League and seeing. How football is now because, you know, I mean, he's he's a player, he's a proper player. I he's a player that I'd love to see in the Premier League. You know, I'd I'd love yeah. to I'd love to see him on a Tuesday. night Best down striker in the, the world, mate. Yeah, best he's, striker in the world easily. He doesn't he doesn't and get enough credit for me, but that's another story.
1: So a couple of good good comments. Which I want to get to in a minute straight away, as usual as we expect from our high standard of viewer. And um, I wanted to, I want to pose a question to you though, mate. If say we do get this kind of league cup or an Anglo cup. Where it mixes up those leagues. What happens when Celtic go out in the first round to Salford City, say, and they lose four-one? Like that conversation's over then forever, isn't it? Mm. Like if they get, if they start getting you know if they get tranced or all the Scottish teams get tranced by the lower league EFL teams, that's it, isn't it? That that conversation's yeah. gone then because
2: I think so. I think the, I think for me they'd be under a lot of pressure uh, because. Yeah. Um, I look at some of the big sides, the Man City's, the Arsenal's, the Liverpool's, the United's, the Chelsea's are playing under-23 players, playing squad players up to a certain round, um, yeah. or second-string goalkeepers or whatever, um, but Celtic and Rangers couldn't afford to do that because they couldn't afford to mess around just in case a bad result happened because they're trying to put a uh, flag in the sand, they're trying to make sure and put a marker down to say, we deserve to be in the Premier League, we deserve to be fighting with the best teams and the only way to do that <laughs> is by walking a cup competition because I can't remember, someone will tell me if, I, if I'm wrong here, um, but I think uh, there's not been one club who've, who's won that cup competition for four or five years on the bounce and what and and, and done that throughout because once you yeah. win it once, you take your foot off the pedal a little bit. You're there to be shot at. Teams enjoy playing against you. The draw's not kind to you all the time. So it's it's a difficult the difficult cup competitions to win sometimes.
1: Mm, spot on, mate. Um, so let's go, I'm going to get to some of these comments. Then. I saw Gavin said earlier. Stevie G's doing a fantastic job at Rangers. I agree. Um, I agree, but I also disagree a little bit because, like, what's he playing against, really? And that's that's my problem with the Scottish League in terms of it's very hard to to judge. <laughs> it's very hard yeah. to to kind of judge what they're playing against um, because the, the the opposition is so bad. So it's like, mm. how do you deal yeah. with that? Um, I, I, Joe I was straight away there with a that, great that, comment. No. No political questions by the way, regardless if no, you've got no. a if
2: regardless if you've got a question mark on the on the side of it. Politics brand. Love it, Dad. Love it. Love it. No, sorry, to, to 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 jump on piggyback your comment there. Um I listen, I think it's a great first job for Stevie. I think he's gone in there, he's he's changed the mentality of some footballers, he's changed the mentality of a football club, he's given them a, a platform now to battle it out against Celtic who were who were so um, formidable it was scary so he's he's even things out a little bit he's given him an opportunity but for me once stevie does what he needs to do in the summer and he wins this league title because for me it already it's a formality if he doesn't win it he's he doesn't deserve to be there um but for me he's won it already with with what's going on um but then he's got to come south somehow um if that's a premier league club or a or a a, a top championship team from from somebody who comes out the out the premier league and 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 get into English football because he's he's got to, he's got to prove himself like a uh, Frank Lampard proved himself at Derby County and then and then and then moved up to uh, to Chelsea, which is another story because obviously what happened yesterday with the with the big game, but that's another oh, another we're question mark about Frankie um, with another question mark. But uh, listen, all he can do is beat who's in front of him. All he can do is keep clean sheets. All he can do is be attractive and play in a certain way uh, and a brand of football and. At the minute he's ticking all in boxes. So all Stevie can do is do what he's doing. And for me, the best thing Stevie Gerrard ever did was bring in the backroom staff that he brought in. So that's Gary McAllister. That's people yeah. who he trusted from Liverpool. So he's 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 put his back in and his and his trust in people he believes can make him better. Um and for me, how can you fail when you've got people out behind you? It's impossible yeah. sometimes.
1: Yeah, I think your backroom staff's more important than your players in many uh, in many respects. So uh, a couple. Of, I'm going to go back to these comments which I was referring to earlier. Uh, Rhys David Evans said apart from Rangers Celtic, the rest of the SPL rely on the unwanted Championship League One players and good scouting. Uh, and if anyone does sh- shine, they're usually sold back cheap to either England or the big two up there. And that's that. That is a problem in terms of Scottish football developing, isn't it? Is that Celtic and Rangers pick up all the best players, and if they don't. The championship league one do and the other aspect of it is the tv money all the tv money goes to rangers and celtic with the rest of the teams picking up the pennies which are left over because ultimately the sky viewers or the sky in the uk or in england and wales say they're not interested in watching any of the other scottish teams they only want to see celtic and rangers play and that's a problem because it restricts the growth of the other teams financially to, com- mm. to ever be able to compete. And that's why you've only ever seen the likes of Aberdeen and Hearts really... And the, even them, you know, they haven't really pushed them close in many years, have they? Um, it's frustrating, sorry, isn't it? Because Scottish football's improved. They've got themselves in a major
2: final. Um, they're doing really well, but you look at the, the, the main players who are doing really well for Scottish football, and it's it's yeah. it's McBurney. where's he playing? Premier League, centre-forward. Um, Robertson, where's he playing? Left back for Liverpool. That all these players are progressing away from the Scottish football. Yes, they they the came through in the Scottish ranks. They came through in in other countries, in other teams, brought up with a development. And but they need some some real grassroots investment and probably rules that stop Celtic Rangers just penny picking all these best players for for cheap at, 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 at good prices because. In order for the Hibs, the Hearts, the Dundee Uniteds, the um, Motherwell's, the, the Hibernians, in order for them to do well, they need the best players. Because if they if they produce a good young player and they sell them for a million pounds, two million pounds, yes, it's it's half decent money. But then they've lost a really good player, so then they've got to fill that hole, and yeah. that hole gets filled by reinvesting that money into a a lesser player. It's a risk, you know what I mean? And it's 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 so upsetting sometimes for for clubs.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Um... Go back to some of the comments. Leslie said, um, and this said, you said this when we when you asked the question about Celtic and Forest. uh, He said, what Leicester did was a bigger achievement than what Man City did winning the league. Uh, Forest, uh, Nottingham Forest, because they don't like Forest, do they? Nottingham Forest um, topped it though with a you know a Champions League win with no household names at the time. I think is was phenomenal. But I mean, you know, I think also what Leicester did, and we're going to talk about uh, Leicester among other clubs a bit later on with regards to the Premier League title race. And what Leicester did I was unbelievable, still unbelievable. Even though it's happened, it's still unbelievable. Will it is, happen again? Well, I think potentially I- Leicester. Leicester, I think, because they're more consistent than United and Man City at the moment, I think, I think. It's only my personal opinion that Leicester are more likely to win the league than Manchester United or Man. City if, uh, if
2: Leicester if Leicester won the league this year, would it be a big achievement? Or a well, shock? I think
1: it's still a massive achievement.
2: It'd be Leicester a big achievement, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as teams. big of it wouldn't be as, as a shock or I'd be <clears> astounded <throat> like I
1: was. You know what I mean? The, for but example, are you would be shocked because they've done it. Like if you take um, out that title pitch, yeah, if you well, take out yeah, that title, possibly. That title, possibly. But I, but I look it's at I look at I look at some of the players I look at thing.
2: I look at some of the players they've got now. Yes, they've, they haven't got Kante, who's a who's a huge player, but some of the players they've got now they've got they've got better players in and around. You players when they, now, when they, they? When they won when they won the league with Wes Morgan, for example, that was a huge achievement. Danny Simpson, you know what I mean? These kind of players who
1: either <laughs> like either either still not there, almost, yeah.
2: Danny Drinkwater. You know, I mean, these kind of players who, listen, they overachieve massively, but do you know what, they, they fully deserved every accolade they got, and, yeah. and, and no one can ever take away that, that winner's
1: medal, and rightly so. Yeah, a huge achievement. Well, I think outside of Kante, Vardy, and Schmeichel, the rest of the squad was predominantly made up of players who had failed to make it at the top, top level. Other clubs, yeah. Like yeah. X-Man United, X-Chelsea, yeah. etc. Whereas now, I feel like they've got some of the best young talent in the league, and I think, so yeah, I think it does it kind of evens itself out. I think they've got a far superior squad, even though they haven't got a world-class player like Kante in there, yeah. arguably. Well, um, Gav,
2: Gav, Gav's just put an interesting comment in there because it was a player that I, I wanted to mention, Madison, there, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't mention. I watched it. I watched. I watched the game against Newcastle um, quite closely yesterday, and uh, he was just unplayable yeah, and. Jamie Vardy, he must be rubbing his hands together every time he, uh, he he's named on the same team because he's that link between the front man and the midfield. He doesn't he doesn't need another body next to him when he's got somebody like him who plays with so much freedom, so much guile. He can create things, and you know, I mean, people going about Jack Grealish, people, and rightly so by the way, because Jack's an excellent player with huge potential, and and he's doing uh, he's doing amazing things at an amazing club at the minute. But for me, Madison's doing exactly the same thing. Um, but more regular and higher high up the league more consistent um and probably would fit the mould of England a little bit better than a, than a uh, Mason Mount for example and maybe he's a Jack Realish, you know that he's that he's playing for a manager who who believes in him uh, Brendan's he's he's a, a masterclass he's got something he uses oozes class you know what I mean he's had a he's had a few knocks in his career but he's he suits some managers suit certain clubs and certain ways of doing it and Brendan seems to suit a uh, a team of an underdog for example than, yeah. than, than a team with loads of pressure and expectation.
1: Do you think though like ultimately if a uh, Liverpool or United or whoever come in with a bid which is what you know which whatever the amount is that Leicester will accept will Leicester sell like I feel like even well, about, though they are about, their they title might con- to, yeah I, might I just to. think even though they're title contenders they would still sell to the big clubs um, and it's a problem that other clubs have had they? In, the, in the past when they have broke into that top four or five, they've still been selling to the perceived I don't think it's
2: a, I don't think it's a financial aspect because yes. I, think, I think now with the owners and, and, and obviously what happened to the previous owner, uh, obviously in the tra- tragic circumstances what happened, they don't need to sell. So the only way that Marcus Madison would leave is if he wanted to leave to go to another club and for me, a career suicide comes to mind if he wants to leave to go to a team like Man United, for example. Because I look at I look at some of them players. You know what I mean? Yes, he's on paper, current form better than a Pogba. Um, would he take over a Fernandez? It's for me. It's either or. I don't think you can play them both. You know what I mean? So no. it's 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 too many cooks because Man United like to play. Um, uh, two centre forwards for example at times you yeah. know what I mean or or, 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 or well, yeah, wide you players. Uh, you don't have that link so it's, so it's but, um, you know, but but if Man United come calling if you're a Man United fan you've got a dream to play at Old Trafford then it's difficult isn't it same yeah, a hard history, one. these clubs ingrained
1: history and this is um,
2: well this is the thing about Jamie Vardy's side for me that if Jamie Vardy hadn't won the league um, either would, would he either leave? Yeah, because because that I look at Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer is the, it's the biggest travesty ever that Alan Shearer hasn't won the league. Stevie Gerrard hasn't won the Premier League because they're the best players that that the England um, England brought to the table, but they never ever got that winners mm. winners winners medal. You know that, and for me, disappointed for them. But at the same time, somebody like Jamie Vardy doesn't need to move
1: to go and win that title because he's already got it in the yeah. back pocket. He's got it, haven't he? I think, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Barley would have gone. Just before we completely switched to the Premier League then, a uh, bit of trivia but also a question for you. Uh, Rob Boyle said, did Cardiff, uh, Newport County, Wrexham and the Riff Raff, his words, not mine, start at the very bottom of the Football League when they joined?
2: Um, I don't know the answer to that. All, all, I, can, all I can do is, is tell you where Cardiff were a few seasons before I signed and it was in League Two or Division Three. Um, Wrexham are currently in Conference. Newport County are currently in League Two. Um, Swansea City have been all the way down the bottom. So for me, all four all four teams in Wales have, have earned the right to have the success that they've got by starting at the bottom and going all the way at to the top. Cardiff have done yeah. it. Swansea have done it. Wrexham have, have earned the respect and the right in the FA Cup with the runs that they've done. Newport County have done the same. So for me, you've got to do it by by credit. You've got to do, you've got to earn the right. You know what I mean for me. And, you know, what I mean I'm probably contradicting kind of myself because my previous comments in in, mm. in 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 other shows, but I'm i here to be shot I I'm here to be to be proved wrong and I think um with the way that the Premier League's going, with the way the championship's going, I, I call a championship side on our show on a Friday, Premier League two. And it is it's mm. that good, it's that strong. So but but why should a team just walk into that division? Why why should they take Rotherham's, Luton's,
1: Coventry's, Middlesbrough's, Cardiff's, ones? Why should they take somebody's place? They shouldn't, they shouldn't well, have. We got to remember as well. It's like people are like um, there's a Scottish league now. When uh, Cardiff, Newport, Wrexham, Merthyr, all uh, joined the football league, there wasn't a Welsh league. There wasn't a football, a Welsh football league for them to play in. So they joined at the. So their their only option was to join the English football league. Cardiff joined in 20, 1920. Swansea followed a year after. Obviously, they mm. You know, they've it's, it's what they've always done. Is follow Cardiff. Um, no, but like that and that. There's a big difference between that, isn't there? That like when you've got no other option, yeah. and when you just join in because you think you're too good yeah. for. Yeah, no,
2: listen, say si, I'm sure. I'm sure weren't we're Swansea City minutes away from go- going out the football league about about 10, 12 years ago with um, when minutes Robinson and in Trundle and all them were at the vets. When they I'm sure there was a game which they had to win to go up. Yeah, I realised that when I said it. So they that we go. But bizarre. if he had
1: got, if he had signed for Ferg with Ferg when Fergie wanted him, of yeah. course he'd have won Champions League. He'd have won ten. He'd have
2: won he'd won he'd won the lot, wouldn't he? He'd have won the lot. Yeah. I think I meant in Newcastle. His decision to go to yeah. Newcastle.
1: Um, yeah, and, that, and let's be honest, that was stubbornness more than anything, wasn't it? Rather yeah. than um like a career choice if that makes sense like he went there because it was he he didn't go there because of fergie rather than making the best choice for his football career and also you know New yeah. newcastle born and bred in it
2: yeah. so I listen um, he, did, he didn't do badly out of it he was no. newcastle record goal scorer um he's a hero there he got to be manager there he he lived the dream of of many well, so. look,
1: mate, i'd rather be kind of city's all-time greatest player gold scorer like a legend than win the treble Premier League blah 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 and so you know I think uh, I think a lot of people would go with that as well and um, it's not oh, as yeah. if he, he was scrimping around the sofa for money because <laughs> he didn't sign for Man United <laughs> you know um, right I want to talk about the Premier League because we don't always get to talk about the Premier League obviously we talk about the Championship Friday and then we kind of have a guest on a Monday so I wanted to take this opportunity to have a little chat Manchester United and Liverpool are bringing back the 80s they're level on points um, goal difference is quite big difference, Liverpool 17, uh, Man United a plus 9, um, but I do find it amusing because I find the Premier League is so unpredictable, so this is the points tallies, I'm not going to say the old teams, but it's 33, 33, 32, and then it's 29, 29, 29, and then it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 teams on 26, so right down to 10th, I mean you could argue that Arsenal and Leeds on twenty three, like they're not out of, you know, Europe and things like this. So it's 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 so unpredictable. I personally don't think, for instance, Man United have got the consistency to go and challenge for the title. I think if it was if it was based on away a waveform, they'd probably walk it, but they don't seem to be able to get that same consistency at home. Um, they also can't defend set-pieces, which is a big problem in the English league. Liverpool, I think, are the best team in the league, but they do not seem as consistent as they have been in the last couple of years. Uh, Man City seem all over the place. Spurs, I thought a couple of, about a month ago, I thought Jose was really souping them up, ready for a good run at the title. Um, they've faded away a bit. And then I look at Leicester in third, 32 points. And I just think, right? You know, they could be the
2: team to do it. As Liverpool go one nil down.
1: I know. I was going to say
2: there.
1: Danny Ings. Care. Danny Ings has just got...
2: Them. Very oh, this is mates. This is my point, say si, about Liverpool. You know, I, I think sometimes. I'm not. I'm not saying league tables are false because league tables don't lie. But I, I look at you. You said there about uh, about goal difference. If you take the Crystal Palace game out for Liverpool, there's the goal yeah. difference. Difference. Yeah. You know, what I mean, there's the, there's that one game gone or or, or increased. Um, I look at Liverpool's last two games. Uh, West Bromwich Albion at home drew one-one. They couldn't. They didn't play very well at all, and they were, they were, they were, they were getting frustrated. They were getting anxious. And what happens the last five minutes? They give a goal away. Um, Newcastle United. Yes, they missed a couple of guilt edged chances, but Newcastle was stubborn. Newcastle had a couple of good opportunities as well. Um, and then, then tonight they go one 0 down against Southampton, who were a decent side by the way. And you can't afford to give Southampton a, a lead because they can also be stubborn. Yeah. They can, they can attack you. Um, this can we? is going um, to be
1: gonna be, sorry, going to be to, no, right. Can we? Uh, can we ban uh, biased football fans from the li- You know, from the chat. I, I need, like, I need these comments to be completely non-biased, based on football ability. No club bias in here, please. Because Gavin there said United are going to drop out of top four. I don't think United are going to go anywhere close to uh, winning the title, but I think they. are Comfortably going to make the top four because I look at the other teams, and if you look at the form since the end of the first lockdown, I think United's probably, if not top, mm. second and now They've been very consistent,
3: mm.
1: even though they seem as if they've been very inconsistent. If that makes sense, they've consistently got points. But
2: um, I think he right. you can only base things on for me on current current value. What yeah. I watched, what I watched yesterday with Man City with a. Depleted squad, I'd say, with a couple of COVID issues. Um, goalkeeper who, for me, is miles away. I don't, I don't even know. Are we, are we, are we with a couple of a couple of things oh, that he didn't I mean. do the game? Um, but did absolutely, blew, absolutely blew Chelsea away. And and for me, I think Pep's got this. Um, He's got this knack of coming from nowhere, and, uh, yes. and, and with right, the, He's the, very experienced. And, and yeah, he. and they've got a couple of games in hand, by the way, as well. You know what I mean? Especially after tonight on Liverpool, and you know what I mean. From the position where they are, they've got January transfer window coming up. Man City, I think, will will yes. will sign a player, a centre forward, yes. I believe. Um, and who knows? Listen, the Premier League is so it's it's exhilarating. It's, you can probably go down to probably Southampton to Everton for the for the top four. So you're looking at the top seven at the minute um, for the top four. Um, uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's something that I don't really focus on and and stuff because I I, th- I think anybody can beat ever, anybody. I look at Crystal Palace can beat anybody on the day. Wolves are a decent side. Leeds seems as though one minute they can be fantastic, the ne- next minute they're rubbish. Arsenal, uh, it's very strange. Chelsea, Villa. Uh, I think there's only the bottom three probably who are uh, who are struggling a little
1: bit. Yeah, I agree, mate. Um, it'd be interesting. I really do. I think the only way United would, for instance, get. Um, get a real run at the title is if they sign a, a top quality defender, central defender in the window. because They have got um, they signed those two young wingers in the summer. Um, oh, what's his name? Polistri or something like that, and yeah. Diallo. Incredible players, very young, incredible players. And when you add in that to players who were hitting form, even Pogba has been playing well lately. I don't know if you've seen him in the last couple of games. He's been, particularly the last game, uh, he was the best player on the pitch. And that's what everyone's been waiting for from him and ironically it's either because he's annoyed that he's been outshone by fernandez or it's because he's putting himself in the shop window to move which is sad in a way for for, for neutral fans because if he'd been playing like this for the last two years we'd have been in for a treat um the other thing i was going to ask you and i feel like this is only fair because we questioned uh, i questioned you about Arteta. um so every time Solskjaer loses again, everyone's calling for his head, the media swarms, he's out of his depth, he's not good enough, he's tactically clueless. Now, whether people believe he is or he isn't, and I'm sure the majority of the Cardiff contingent in our chat think he is. However, he does not get the same scrutiny that Frank Lampard does, who came into the same job a little bit before Solskjaer. Arteta, who's down in 11th. Could be fighting relegation if he carries on the way he's going. Um, what's going on with Frank? Because he looks as if he's struggling this year.
2: Um, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you you can only judge people on on what you see. And what I saw yesterday, they were all over the place. Do all over the place defensively, offensively. They were the league tables don't league tables don't lie. The the the. Frank can't be judged until, well, couldn't be judged until he was able to sign his own players, which he has this season, he's spent a lot of money, he's invested in a lot of players, um, he's brought his own style, he's got a mixture of young players, old players, experienced players, he's brought in some big hitters, um, Thiago Silva, Pulitich, Werner, um, just to name a few, and um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really concerned because what you don't want to do, Sai, is, is lose that status to you as a, as, a, as a hero, as a legend and um, it's uh, it's not it's not really going the way that probably Frank thought and expected. I I I thought they would have good they were going to do a little bit more, a little bit better. I thought they were going to be stronger, more consistent. They've certainly got the players to do it, but I just don't understand why it's not working or, or or what's going on or if it's just the Premier League being the Premier League at the minute and this uncertainty with no no supporters and you know what I mean. But we can only blame that for so long, and we can only. It's the same for every, every other team. You know what I mean? the that, that, that People say that Sheffield United are bottom of the league with two points because there's no fans. Well, but then it's the same for Liverpool. It's the same for um, uh, Leeds United. It's the same for Aston Villa. It's it's You know what I mean? For me, Frank has got to be put on the pedestal the same as Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He's got to be put on the pedestal the same as any other manager, Jose Mourinho. So, for me, it's a results business. And... Um, and he'll be feeling, I think he'll be feeling the pressure because uh, Roman's not a manager who, who probably plays with sentiment too much. He, he's quite ruthless when he wants to be.
1: Yeah, spot on, mate. It's, um, he won't have that. Like I dare say, Frank will get a bit more time than some of the other managers have gotten from Abramovich just because of who he is. But he won't get unlimited time. Personally, I want to see uh, Frank Lampard. <coughs> Um, Solskjaer Arteta and anyone of that ilk the, the new managers come through they've got to be given the same amount of time and same faith shown to them that Ferguson got when he came in that Wenger got when he came in that Klopp got when he came in mm. let's not remember you know Klopp yeah. didn't have the best of starts um because you can't really tell how good these managers are going to be at the top level until they've built their team yeah
2: and Sorry, yes, they've all, they've
1: all signed players, but they haven't built their team yet. They've still got players from the previous regimes who are generally they're the players letting them down at the moment. So mm. let's let them build. I don't know how other people feel about that, but Sorry, for, for, me, for, me, for me, for me, for me, you hit the nail on the head a couple, a couple of weeks ago. You said
2: that um, uh, clubs uh, clubs who hire managers should not. This, this got. This, this should be given the full year. There should be a window that you replace or change managers. Yeah. And for me, it's the only way because managers are going into games, they're going into times of the year where you can see in the faces, in the interviews, they look like they're under pressure after a victory, after a defeat. They're not enjoying victories, they're hating defeats. They look, yes. they look, they look, they look, they look ill, some of them, so they look like they're under severe pressure and people say, well, it's, how can, it's not a pressure, it's not a pressure being football. Being a football manager is, is extremely high is, pressure. I remember, and I'm going back and the viewers will probably uh, know who I'm talking about here, but Joe Kinnear. So Joe Joe obviously had a heart attack at Newcastle. Uh, Joe did a um, did, he did a, a pilot sk- a pilot practice scheme where he wore a heart rate monitor during the game, and Steve Evans, the old Crawley manager, did the same thing. So they wore a, a, both wore a heart rate monitor during two separate games, not against each other, and both were both were extremely dangerous levels that that they were going to they were worried doctors were worried about having heart attacks. Yeah, and things, yeah. And This is this is concerning. You know that. That even the managers who were sat there calm. Graham Souness had a heart attack. You know what I mean? Under with, with pressure of being a uh, being a manager and things. So it's um it's listen. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's health first. You know what I mean? If if people's health allows them to do this kind of a job, which is high pressure, because it's Harry Redknapp talks about it all the time, doesn't he? That you're watching games, you're scouting games, you're travelling, you're talking to players, you're sorting tactics, watching games, watching videos, training your own things, talking to your staff. It's a it's a. This is a 24 hours, 365 days, a job a year. It's 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 a difficult one, but it's the best job in the world when they get it right. But it's yeah. those managers who don't get it right. You sometimes you see them sad, don't you, when they lose a the job that they, they look, later like to relief. They get to get the sack. It's yeah. you know what I mean. And, and having a bit of time out to reflect and then come back in, refreshed, ready to go again. I'll use Ollie as as, as an example. Ollie's. Oli at Cardiff looked ill. He looked like he, aged he had the world on his shoulders, didn't he? But now, now at Man United, he looks he looks energetic again. He looks like yeah. he's enjoying it because he's he looks bang up for it, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he's learned because well, he's been sacked before, so he's, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You know what yeah. I mean? I know that sounds really stupid, but what's worse, you know, what I mean? he's getting sacked and thinking you're never going to get a good job again. Well, he did. He's got all the opportunity. He's got a platform now to enjoy it. So it's um, hopefully. People can continue enjoying it and pushing and and giving us that enjoyment because we need we need characters as well, I don't we? You know, what I mean, for me, yes. the characters and yeah. the managers characters are the best ones. Ian Holloway lost his job recently uh, at Grimsby Town. I love Ian Holloway. You mm. know, what I mean, from from my Cardiff days when we battled at QPR, it was amazing. Um, and I want people like that back in. It's they the, the, the make interviews amazing. Hmm
1: oh yes um, so I want to go through some comments but the first comment <clears throat> I want to bring up is Gaz he sent a super chat and he just said thank you for taking my mind off a terrible week uh, my ma has Covid is seriously ill much love lads um, obviously we send our regards and best wishes yeah, to totally guys and yeah. his family yeah hope everything uh, works out Gaz it's a sucky situation but uh, yeah wishing you the best mate and your family um, and thanks for sending us £10 as well it's Like, you didn't have to do that but I appreciate it all the, all, the, all the more. Um, some good comments, though. There, Gavin says Frank Lampard overrated. Uh, <clears throat> Rob Boyle said he's seen a stat that he's got the worst points per game out of the last nine managers, uh, he thinks it was. And uh, Donna Perry made a good point. She said, <laughs> felt sorry for Frank yesterday. He looked lost, which he did. But he, she said, what a waste of money on goalkeepers. And Chelsea, particularly, I don't know if Frank signed them all, but like they have wasted some cash on some goalkeepers since Courtois has yeah. gone. And they all look woefully uh, mm. under, you know, below the level they should be. Yeah, I totally agree, Sai and, and
2: sometimes I think I look at some of the English goalkeepers at, uh, like, like, like the Joe Hart who sat on the bench. And yes, goalkeepers make mistakes. Joe's made a couple of high-profile mistakes in his career, but he's consistent and more consistent than some of these foreign goalkeepers who come into England because it's. It's um, there's more pressure on goalkeepers. There's um, you know what I mean people want goalkeepers to play a certain way. I'm old school. I want my goalkeeper to be able to uh, catch, punch, and throw and kick. I'm not bothered about it. he can pass and he can and he can dribble and he can do all his stuff. What a goalkeeper doesn't need to do, you know what I mean? Like I look at Man City's goalkeepers, um, you know what I mean he didn't want Joe Hart because he wanted a goalkeeper to come out and play. Edison's probably one of the best footballers I've seen in goal probably in my career. He's probably better than Al- he's better than me. he's an outfield player. So. You know what I mean? But I just think goalkeepers, for me, I'm old school. I want to see goalkeepers being able to save shots and do what goalkeepers yeah. can do.
1: Yeah, um, GD Parry there says Jock Steen obviously had a fatal heart attack at Ninian Park when he was manager of Scotland. Um, there's been a few, haven't there, managers over the years who've become ill because of the stress, stress yeah. of it all. And ultimately, like I think we all agree, like we'd all like to see the likes of Solskjaer lampard arteta this is the next generation of managers and i don't know about you but i want to see them be the best managers in the world i want to see in 10 years time them be feuding like fergie and wenger or fergie and rafa and all these different feuds we've had over the years keegan and fergie and i want to see them all falling out but i want to see and whether it's patrick vieira or arteta or pep or i want to see the next generation but the only way that they're going to be able to ever reach that level is by giving them the time to build their own teams. Um, Klopp has been able to build his own team. That's why Liverpool are now reaping the benefits of it. If they yeah. sacked him when they were mm. going to, after I think it was 18 months, He was there was rumours of him being sacked. At that point, he didn't have his team in place. So, like, to sack him, it's almost like there's no point in bringing a manager in if you're not going to give him the, the players, the backing that he... To, to build his team, isn't it? Like, you can't, it's like you're sacking a manager for the previous manager's signings. It, it makes yeah. no sense to me. Um, Donna, I Perry, totally agree. Donna also said, um, I've lost her now, she said something like, look you know, look at Solskjaer now, he's joint top, where United b- bared, bared with him when he was having a bit of a rocky spell. And mm. if United could sort out their defending, they'd be, I think, clear of, what did we say? I, I can't remember what the stat yeah. was. But if yeah. they could defend corners, they'd be hmm. clear.
2: Yeah, they'd have, they'd have the good eight points. Yeah. Oh, I look at Man United could have sacked Oleganisolshin easily. Solskjaer easily, yes, easily sacked him for what from what happened. What happened in the, the Champions, Champions League, League? You know what I They went staffed by just Chapman. alone. Yeah, just alone. You know what I mean? But but they didn't. They stuck by him. Um, they've given him an opportunity. Um. Let's say you know what I mean? because uh, the window is an important one as well. Does he does he sell players? Does he buy players? Does he invest? Does the club to invest of to try and?
1: Yeah, he I, also of of he his... I also think I also think he needs. Uh, and, yeah.
2: yeah, for me, yeah, I'd, I'd get rid of a couple of couple of players who who were not in my plans, but also I'd um, I'd invest in bringing a couple of fresh faces into the over lads along.
1: Um, yeah, uh, just to fill anyone in who doesn't know, there's a full lockdown. Uh, all schools are closed. GCSEs yeah, in, in England, England, yeah. GCSEs were already cancelled in Wales, um, yeah. and we found out an hour and a half before you even had your announcement in Wales that the schools were closed because Wales is ahead of the game. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well. Laughable,
1: mate. Laughable. Oh,
2: we, said, bit, we, we, said this, we said we said at the start, side, didn't we? Um, yeah. That uh, I, listen, I, I feel sorry for the for, for the little kids. I know our, my my little yes. girl who went to school today was was. Buzzing that she was going back to see yeah. her friends and see her teacher Now she's not back at school for another two months And then know, listen, there's a bigger picture, there's health You know what I mean, and, and stuff yeah. and, All uh, my kids
1: yeah. are devastated, they can't go to school Like it's yeah. really upsetting them But yeah. what can you do, mate? Anyway, we don't want to go into all that Because we're nope. trying to take it away yeah. um, Rob Boyle says, what, like Neil Harris um, we, We've purposely steered clear of Cardiff Obviously their game was off We will talk about Cardiff on Friday in the Championship show What I will say is Neil Harris should have been sacked by now, and that's just the way it is. They haven't sacked him for whatever reason. When they do, we'll talk about it. Hmm. I think that's about it, mate, isn't it?
2: Oh, well, listen, you know what I mean? What it's, else can uh, you say?
1: Yeah. I, How the, club's, the,
2: the club's sticking, sticking by people. Uh, is that financial? Is it, uh, something. I feel like there's... a bit of a hypocrite,
1: because I've just ranted for 10 minutes about clubs sticking by managers to build their own team, and I'm saying Neil Harris should be been sacked. But... In my defence, I think it's I different. Said in, when he was appointed, that it was the wrong choice. So it's I'm different in the like, Premier
2: League side for me. I think it's different in the Premier League because the Premier League is about um, investing in something, um, which which is, is a is a is a three two or three year pro, program whereas the championships it's a different animal it's about getting somewhere you've got to get somewhere because you can't just you can't you can't get stability in the championship because if you get stability in the championship you're going to be stuck there forever stability in the championship is the worst possible thing you can have yeah
1: yeah it's difficult isn't it yeah. um, Donna makes a cracking point she said that um, she's full of them and I ain't she yeah Fergie was lucky she says his uh, title winning <laughs> era team more or less built itself I mean he was fortunate I don't know if I'd say lucky fortunate that he had such a group of players come through together, but he still had to, um, you know, to build them into a team. And what uh, people forget, you know the last title which Fergie won? Yeah. He won that with like some
2: massively. But he ran ran away clever, he ran away clever by the way. He ran away clever, he knew knew exactly what was. uh, Yeah, because they weren't giving
1: him money anymore, were they? But but what I mean is that if you look at the squad, which the last squad he had to win the league, I don't think any other manager wins the league with that Ah, oh, totally agree. Totally agree. Who were, uh, who saved who saved Alex Ferguson's job back oh, in the day? This. I know this, so we'll just throw it to the throw it to he's a,
2: chat. He's a current manager.
1: First person to get it. Alright, a got current manager. doing a bit of competition, you are band. So where we did the Kev show just over a New Year and Christmas, he's giving away prizes every show he does. Was he? Yeah. Flash brother yeah he is that's yeah he's he's um he's giving away his prints here yeah, as we're doing like little competitions uh, but, i'll um, start
2: i'll start drawing them <laughs>
1: so what he did is he's drinking this bottle of gin as we're doing this show as we do and he's just doodling as we're talking he's drawing like a picture of me assigned it i've seen it two shows, two man. correct
2: answers by the way i think uh Garant, is it grant got it first uh
1: so mark robbins mark robbins cade oh FA Cup mark yeah. FA, oh. Cop, FA, Cop Mark? Yeah. FA Cup Mark? FA Cup Mark. Could we give Donna Perry that? Although Mark, she no. says Mark. I don't yeah, know if know. FA Cup Mark could be Mark anyone, couldn't it? FA Cup. Uh, Mark, 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 Mark Walters? No. Mark, Mark Robbins <laughs> scored against Norwich City, didn't he? Crack yeah, it's, more
2: uh, Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Right, and I should say, because if you, obviously there is some Cardiff fans, we're not saying we're not going to talk about Cardiff. If people ask questions, we will answer them. What we're saying is on our list of subjects, we've purposely left Cardiff off. Um, I got a question for you, Andy Campbell. Go for it. So a few weeks ago, we predicted our top four from Premier League. Someone asked us during the show, "Has yours changed?" And can you remember what your top four was? <laughs> so rather than try to remember, what if you had to pick? You had to pick. Someone else to into your head. What's You're the top to four, four going to be? Well, uh, I'll, answer the, I'll answer the first que- I'll answer
2: the second question first. No, I can't remember. So I'm going for a fresh. <laughs> I'm going for a fresh four. If it's the same four, if anybody can remember my four, good luck to you. Cause I can't. Um, I think Man City going to win it. I don't know. It's something about yesterday or something about what what, what Pep's doing. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Man City one. I'm going to go. Uh, Liverpool two. I'm going to go. United three. And
1: I'm going to go. Leicester four. So, I'm going to go, uh, probably, I think I'm going with that in reverse, mate. So, what did you say? Leicester City, four. Leicester City, four. Man United, three. Liverpool, two. Man City, one. I'm going uh, Leicester City to win the league. Oh. I'm going. Controversial. Manchester United to finish second. Liverpool to finish third. Wow. And then fourth. I can't decide between Man City and Tottenham. Um, I just got a feeling that Mourinho's going to do something this year, whether it's win a trophy or get him yeah. in the top four. I just got well, a feeling. I think they're playing for him, mate. I think. Yeah, I think,
2: uh, I think. I think the the best chance Jose's got. They're, they're in the semi-final this week against uh, Brentford as well in the over two legs. So they've got a they've got an amazing opportunity to get to Wembley in the um, in the Coca-Cola Cup. I'm going to call it the coca mm, yeah, Cup. Know, in know. the
1: Milk in the milk Cup though, mate. Who's going? <laughs> who do you think is going to win that?
2: um was the I winner of united i, I think united it's going to be city. i think it's going to be tottenham against man city final and ricky well, villa ricky is going to score the winning goal
1: yeah absolutely right. <laughs> someone that i thought that i um i thought that uh man city tottenham final but someone told me united have got a really good record in the league cup against man city they? yeah they
2: are. yeah i think they have yeah so, i'd love listen i'd love brentford to get in the final i'd i, would, I think it'd be amazing amazing for football Amazing for a football club, uh, but I, I can't see them beating Spurs over two legs. It's mm. if it was a one-off game, I'd, I'd give them half an opportunity, but difficult.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, no surprise that all the Liverpool fans in the chat have got Liverpool winning the league and Man United out of the top four. Just the Liverpool got, fans can't, in, can't let your football bias come into these decisions.
2: Sorry, the Liverpool fans in the chat will have Liverpool winning the
1: uh, Courtauld Cup this year. It's no. it has yeah, been well, Don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started, middle, you not? Um <coughs> Be interesting. Be interesting. The the Premier League is wide open. G D Parry says, "Who's going to go down with Fulham?" I just want to wipe that smug grain off Richard Osborne's face. Oof. Oof. Ah,
2: well, unfortunate, go down, un- unfortunately, mm. unfortunately, um, I think Chrissy Wilders, Sheffield United are going to go. You know, I yeah, I love, uh, I love Chrisy. I played for Chrisy before um, during my career. A fantastic man, great manager, great coach, great guy. Uh, but yeah, having two points on the board at Christmas is for. is uh, is difficult to uh, to turn that around. If he if listen, if he turns that around, Managing, manager of the man, year, manager of the year, yeah. all day long. Um, Fulham, and to be honest, West Brom. From what I'm what I'm watching at the minute, West Brom as well. Uh, the shipping goals are really struggling. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to not see for me those three not
1: not going through the trap door. I'm
2: saying that, Brighton, bright, is bright
1: struggling as well as well. But. Yeah, I think um, for me, it's. Brighton's going to go down, uh, Sheffield United, and then I think you could take your pick of Palace, Newcastle, Burnley, the rest of them. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Palace, even though there's quite a 20 points between them and Sheffield United, I haven't been massively impressed with the way they've been playing Palace, mm. uh, but, um, West he look, Brom, he look what a Burnley. decision to sack, uh, what's his head, Stambelly. and bring in, like, it's made no difference whatsoever to their defensive raffle. Just a little thing. Gavin just said, be honest, Si. I think he's referring to my top four. I'm always honest. Uh, it begrudges me that I have to include Liverpool in the top four, but I believe that they will be in the top four. So I'll say um, And Obviously, you know, they've got a good chance of winning also. Uh, what else have we got? Donna says she hopes West Brom stay up so that Sam can keep his record of never being relegated. Indeed. Uh, Leslie Coates, Brentford versus Boro next week in the FA Cup. Yeah,
2: um, I think it all depends for Brentford um, how they get on this week in, the, in in their League Cup, but it also depends for Middlesbrough as well how serious they see their league form. Because listen, everyone would love an FA Cup run, but for me, the way that Middlesbrough positioned themselves this year or twenty twenty in the in, in the Championship, for me, they've got an opportunity to get in the playoffs, but they can't afford to probably then. Get injuries in the FA Cup or have more games when they don't need them. For me, the leagues are at the minute. It's a viable chance to get in the Premier League and to get in the playoffs. So for me, they've got to utilise that and go for it.
1: Indeed, mate. Indeed. I um. Who do you got? Who do you think is going to be manager of the year? Or who would be your manager of the year now in the Premier League?
2: In the Premier League, uh... it's
1: a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Well. I think the Santa manager could be up
2: with yeah a he could an- Ancelotti Ancelotti's yeah, got an Ancelotti. opportunity
1: um, Ancelotti maybe he's uh, Brendan Rodgers
2: maybe he's yeah Brendan Rodgers Aston Villa potentially after, after after finishing just just well they we got safe didn't we, last game of the season last year so you know, I think you've got to give credit where credit's due and um, in certain aspects and, and, and give they the best
1: assistant manager in the game haven't they with John Terry
2: yeah well exactly exactly but th- and things that you utilise Utilise you your talents, don't you? You know, I look at, yeah. I look at the signings what, what Villa have made, for example. You know what I mean? They've they looked at the Championship and thought which players are, are the standout performers in the Championship. They go and get Mat- uh, Matty Cash from Forest, uh, Watkins from, from Brentford, and they're the ripping the Premier League up. Oh, both of them.
1: Yeah, I would be interested to hear what Gaz actually said, what he thinks of Jared Bowen, obviously since he's signed, and um, what's the other one who signed from Brentford? Ben um, Rama. Ben Rama. I'd be interested to know what he thinks sort of like watching them week in, week out. I know uh, Jarrod Bowen didn't play much from the start last season, but I think he started more this year. Um, but it'd certainly be interesting, to say the least, what like what someone who watches week in, week out. Because I do often think, why have why why don't teams go down into the championship and pick up pick off some of the best players more? Yeah. Because you get them a bit cheaper than what you will. Uh, so you look at Stuart, you look at Stuart as, Campbell. Look, sorry, mate. Your dad said Bielsa for manager of the year so far. Jesus. Well, oh yeah, I mean, it, it, that's
2: like saying like years ago when Kevin Keegan just attack, just don't defend. It's a, it's a great philosophy, but it's it's it for as a, as a fan, it uh, must be heart in your mouth stuff every time you play. Mad madness. But uh, I look at SSI, as if for QPR. You know I mean? we raved about him last year on the. Um, on the championship show, week in, week out, you know what I mean. He was, he was in, it in, was in our top, uh, in, in our in our top at week in, week out. He'd always be getting goals, setting things up, and, and the goal he scored for Crystal Palace last week was just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. What uh, what subjects have you got this week, mate? What would you like to talk about?
2: Uh, I'd like to talk about managers and their managers. Maybe maybe go around what's happening in a minute. Um, obviously, Joey Barton lost his job today. My uh, people. You know, I mean, people who are are Joy Barton haters won't be won't be sad to see him go. But I think it's disappointing to see managers leave. Stuart McCall left Bradford. Obviously, I mentioned Ian Holloway lost his job. Um, David Dunn, ex-Blackburn Rovers footballer star, lost his job at Barrow a couple of weeks ago. Uh, The Motherwell manager lost his job uh, over the weekend, and I just I just feel really sorry for managers this time of the year because they worked they worked hard from the summer to this point, and it's like that they're not going to be trusted with a with a pot of money in the window so we'll, we'll sack him and replace him with somebody else who's going to bring players in and, and then they change their fortunes round. and I, I, I just feel really sorry for certain managers at, at certain times of the year because I, I've never thought about it the way that you've thought about it in Cincinnati si, about managers being able to keep the job up to a for me end of the season and, and finish the season if that's promotion if that's safety if that's relegation and then end of the season anybody can go anywhere they want which is fine Yeah, but give managers an opportunity to platform their um, consistency and yeah. have a philosophy for a full season. You know what I mean? I, listen, I know I was frustrated with Jonathan Woodgate with, with, with things what I wanted to see and things what I was told I was going to see but you've got to give somebody an opportunity if that's a director of football and bring someone in above them as, as guidance and help then do it. But for me, second a manager isn't, isn't always the answer. The grass isn't always greener, surely.
1: Yeah, and I just think sometimes clubs need to remember it's almost like block out all the outside noise, the media, the fans, everything, and remember why you employed said person, and um, and don't sack them in the middle of the season because all that does is disrupt everything. You're almost writing off the season, and I think that's a dangerous precedent to set for the players. Um, and and I just I don't know, I don't like it at all. We've seen a load of managers go this week. It's um it's disappointing, mate, to yeah. say the least. And I think there'll be even more mates before January's up. I've got to be honest. End of I the agree. Finan- end of the financial year as well. Yeah. Into April, I think. Yeah. They'll, uh, I agree. Unfortunately, but like people might people p- people get sacked, people resign. Um,
2: it's normally it's normally people jump in before the push. Sometimes you know what I mean that that the, mm. conversations behind closed doors, and sometimes that can be to protect managers and gives them an opportunity to go and get another club or it, you know what I mean listen there's managers who get jobs left right and centre John Sheridan's got I think he's had what I think I said 12 clubs in 15 years or something which is just outrageous it's it's an unbelievable stat uh, but for me just give clubs an opportunity to have a bit of stability and, 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 and let players because players players are, players are having to impress new managers all the time which is unfair on players as well because a new manager comes in with his new ideas doesn't like a player he's got to leave and it's it's especially with with the uncertainty of of players and contracts and and the amount of free agents which are still out there at the minute as well with players. It's um, it's a, it's a, it's probably a worrying time for to be a player at the minute.
1: Yeah. Do you um, obviously the window's open? Uh, is it open now? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, any teams that you think should sign a particular player or a particular type of player?
2: Um, I think for play, I think for for, for teams. Like Middlesbrough, for example, I think they need to um, have probably quantity, have a little bit of uh, backing, have a little bit of backup to push those kind of players. If they, if they go straight in the team, then fantastic. Um, if they back up and push the players to another level, even better. I look at the Premier League, same thing for me. I think Man City needs a centre-forward. I think um, Aguero's been an absolute hero for the club. He's, 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 he's pushed them to a level that nobody ever expected them to be at. But he's not getting any younger. For me, he can come off the bench. He can he can do what he's been doing. But I don't see uh, Gabriel Jesus scoring as many goals as I think he should be scoring. And I look at the goals that Liverpool score: Mane, uh, Firmino, uh, Salah. Man City don't have that at the minute. Um, yeah. Harry Kane scores enough goals. Other teams have goal scorers who score these these goals. And um, I think Man City, for, for me, they've got to go out and sign that kind of a player.
1: Yeah, I do too. Um, I just want to circle back. Sorry, mate. Um, I know we moved on a little bit, but Reese made a good point. He says when we were talking about the managers not being able to be sacked mid-season. Uh, and Reese makes a good point. He said if that's the case, Cardiff wouldn't have been able to sack Trollope and they would have gone down and they would have never hired Neil Warnock. So it does open up a can of worms, doesn't it? And whilst like, we're looking at it as a point of view is given managers time, to build their own team, etc., etc., like we talked about, you know, they, they don't get enough time to do that. They get the blame and they get sacked quickly. Mm. But equally, in that case, for instance, that was the right decision and it worked out well for Cardiff. Mm. Um, yeah, listen,
2: you can go back to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, can't you, you know what I mean? That, that, he, that he underachieved, he didn't do very well, so that the club sacked him. And, you know what I mean? Man United fans will, will have a different opinion right now on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer than every single Cardiff City fan will have a gun assault shot because he didn't do what everybody expected and wanted him to do whereas man united now people will think yeah he's doing an amazing job he's a, he's an excellent manager well it's a it's a matter of opinions it's so it's so diverse being a football manager and, and the conversations are so uh it's it's blinkered views you know with football fans is great you know what i mean we i've got an opinion you've got an opinion um all the guys in the in the in the all the guys and girls on the in the chat have got an opinion it's fantastic and um, and for me, it's the same thing about Neil Harris. Same thing about Neil Warnock. You know, I mean, the grass isn't always greener. You know what I mean? the, the, the people say things on social media, um, in conversations, live podcast, live interviews, and say, yeah, the manager's time for him to go. and then you bring a manager in who you who you don't believe is is as good as the one the previous the previous one, and ah, sometimes be careful what you wish for.
1: Yeah, I suppose you know well, you can find any example, can't you, of like. A good example like Reese has just said there or you can find another example of where a manager's given time and they go and do well it's it's one of them isn't it Uh, he said not only did he do a poor job at Cardiff he signed so many players I think he had uh, we had eight or nine players eight or nine strikers on the bench uh, on the books under him so yeah uh, there's a lot of a lot of aspects to that story I think for sure Stuart, Stuart Campbell uh, Andy Campbell Senior says uh, Manchester United to sign uh, Haaland and then they'll win the league. Um, so, if that if that
2: if that, if, that, if, that's, if that if that was if that was the case, I si, if he signs for Man United, he would put them to another level because he is potentially he is, he is potentially the kind of player who would who would. Is he
1: better than like I don't necessarily mean better, but does he improve them that much more than uh, Cavani, Rashford? Martial, whoever else they've
2: got, he would give like, them for me. He, make that
1: much of a difference. He
2: would give them; it would give them more, 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 mobility, more movement going forward for me. He would give them another level. He would run in behind where Cavani mm. holds balls up. He he fronts everything. He's a, he's that focal point. But well, so is Haaland, But he runs in behind. He's got a good touch. He's neat and tidy. He's he's mm. sharp. He's quick and around the box. The goals that he scores at Dortmund are another level. Yeah, you know, I would he's, say he's, he's
1: a better, much better finisher than Rashford. Rashford yeah. misses a lot of chances. Yeah. I just think. United don't necessarily need a striker because the Cavani's looked very sharp. They just need a some like a really good central defender and a holding midfielder, and I think they'll be set. Um, I said, look If you've got any questions? Yeah, guys, you can send in your questions. Uh, we'll be uh, happy to answer them." Um, what was the story with the Sheffield United player? Um, and something about I saw a, like a headline about. Um, like a, a Lamborghini crash or something. Do you know anything about that? No, about I
2: don't that.
1: know. No. So it's like the no. head headline is Sheffield United probe Lamborghini crash images from social media. Uh, Sheffield United are investigating images on social media which appear to show French forward uh, Lise Mousset crashed Lamborghini. The police say they arrested two men on suspicion of drink driving in Sheffield in the early hours of Monday morning. Uh, the orange Lamborghini had been in a collision with parked cars. Um... Yeah, I feel like we had this conversation about Championship Club last year, and uh, yeah. well, we had a, there was a, a a, the
2: yeah, well, there was a, there was an incident with Jack Grealish as well that um, over the start of lockdown. So I'm going back in March, uh, February, March time where um, Jack ended up in a bit, a bit of bother that he'd been somewhere yeah. where he shouldn't in, a, in in somebody else's house and came out and drove his car, hit a couple of parked cars and got caught on CCTV and he held his hands up. He did something he shouldn't have done. But listen, footballers are role models. You only get one opportunity to be a footballer. You know what I mean? Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it by doing something so stupid. stupid and yeah. you know what I mean? That listen, I'm not listen. The, the football culture has changed so much. You know what I mean? I, I I drank more as a professional footballer than I do now as an ex-professional footballer. It's mad. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? well like football and drinking was a culture back then. It's not a culture yeah. now where football and drink mix. Football fans and drink mix, and they mix really well because it's a, it's a socialising thing it's a, it's, a, it's a thing to go you know what I mean I know a couple of guys in the comments are, and I've met a lot of them in pubs or, or, or certain things as, and being back in Cardiff and it's been amazing it's great but you know what I mean players and drink do not mix and yeah. don't ruin an opportunity at a Premier League club by doing something so stupid and ruining your reputation
1: yeah, Leslie says you drink more coffee now um, I do it well coffee and coke it's I a mean, nightmare it's caffeine I don't get it sure. nightmare The the other thing I was going to say, you mentioned um, Grealish being out and about when he shouldn't have been. Uh, Mendy, was it, of Man City? Yeah. Broke the COVID protocols by having a party or something. Was it a dinner party or something like that? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, And when you've got Man City, uh, haven't they got like a load of cases in their group as well? Yeah. In their staff. That's real poor. I'd be fuming if I was his teammates. Because they've got to suspend him. They have to suspend him because he broke the protocol, not because necessarily he's got, um, you know, because he's got it. They have to suspend him because he's broken the protocol set by the Premier League. Mm. So they're going to miss him for three games or whatever it is. Mm. I, th- I'd be fuming. I gotta be Listen, this is this there. is
2: this is my this is my point now, say si, that footballers need to understand how privileged they are. This yeah. country and UK, sorry, the UK is in a complete lockdown for four, five, six weeks, right? So footballers understand how important you are for everyone 's sanity you 're allowed to do your job everyone 's allowed to watch you don 't please don 't ruin it by doing something stupid so we, so we don 't get the opportunity to watch it you know what I mean because if you if you 're not playing because you' because you can you contract the, the illness then I feel real, I feel for you and your family it's' it's, 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 it's horrible but if you're ruining it because you 're doing something and you 're choosing to do something that you shouldn 't i 've got no sympathy for you and for me it's 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 an opportunity for football fans to really dig deep and, 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 and get together and watch as much football as they can and support their clubs because there's nothing else to do. But if players aren't and, 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 and sticking to the guidelines and, 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 and realising how lucky they are, then, then there's deserve this opportunity.
1: Yes, yeah, it's frustrating, isn't it? Uh, Kay Charles asks, who had the best car at the Mighty Borough when you were there, Andy? And what car was it? Um, who got the best car?
2: Um, well I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't probably say anything 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 stood out middles, Middlesbrough it was more you know, the players were well paid you know what I mean a, a lot of them had drivers anyway so that would that probably stuck out for me that I had to drive my own car so I was mm. I was classed as a, as a young pauper because I, I was a, I drove my own a car young where, where some where some 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 of the older players um, had had drivers to drive their cars for themselves so. They were they were they were classed as posh or classed as rich because they had someone driving their the car for them. Where I remember, I remember one day a Cardiff City, which was great by the way. It was uh, it was it was it was quite funny. John Robinson. So John signed from Charlton, didn't he? John. John was, hmm. John was one of the nicest guys I came across uh, in my time of football. Never mind, just the Cardiff City. And uh, John, John rocked in one day um, when we when we when we when we were at Ninian Park and we parked in the car park over the road, which uh, next to the next to the next to the park and uh, rocked in in a, in a red Lamborghini. Was it a Lamborghini or a Ferrari? I can't which one of the two, but obviously both. Much of a muchness, and, um, and everyone was just absolutely gobsmacked. We just got promoted to the championship. John obviously signed uh, for a big fee, big wages, and, and rocked in in, a, in an amazing car. And it was just like, all, everyone's just, mouth's just dropped to the floor. And, mm-hmm. But John carried it off. John was, a, John was a lovely guy. Really, really, really loved John's, John's company as a lad and a player.
1: Indeed, mate on. Um so yeah footballers making mistakes I guess it's uh, it's not unusual. Um Yeah. Yeah, so are supposed to score in a football. Southampton still winning? Still 1-0, yeah. Who had the best car that um like or who had the worst car when you played for Cardiff City? The
2: worst car um Oh probably probably chris barker you know chris chris loved his ford focus barks loved his ford focus he would never you know what i mean and if gets watching the show um barks lived and died by his um, uh by his ford focus he absolutely loved it you know he I mean? wouldn't no one would ever be able to say a bad word about him and you know what i mean he used to call it a ferrari focus and it was just yeah it was amazing he he, he loved it and you know what i mean it just it that was just how how genuine the, the fellow was you know he was just yeah. uh just just loved it he loved the loved the humor and just was never flash, never, never lived by. But I was never one for cars, me. You know, I always seemed, I always had a nice car, but it wasn't. Uh, I didn't know anything about it. If someone asked me what, what it was or what engine it mm-hmm. had or what horsepower or what, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. Cars, yeah. cars have, cars have never done it for me. Every, yeah. I, if someone had sent me, what car did you have? I'd say a red one or a silver one or a <laughs> black one. It was never, it was never anything like that for me.
1: Yeah, i know one for cars. Really, is the my current car is the first time I've got like a. Nice car, really. Like a, no, I, mean, I wouldn't say not the first time I got a nice car, but the first car, I, first time I treated myself, perhaps to one a bit better than what I could have got or needed. Yeah. Uh, Gaz says, "Great show, lads." Jared Bowen has been excellent now that he's settled. Ben Rahm has been a bit hit and miss, though.
2: Yeah, well, that, that, they're the reports that I'm getting. Obviously, Jared Bowen's playing week in week out. He's starting. He's getting opportunity. David Moyes is getting getting some good good results out of him. Ben Rav is just not playing. He's not playing. He's not getting the minutes what he needs. For me, he, did the same he needs yeah, Bum, didn't he? he needs consistent minutes for him to play well. He played week in week out for for Brentford. So for me, how, how is he going to play well if he's sat in his backside with Splintons in his backside? He can't do it.
1: Yeah, I was just looking. Gas in a comment earlier on. Um, he said uh, West Ham are on fire. David Moyes to be knighted. Um, I think that's a bit tongue in cheek because. I, I do believe, if memory serves, he's not the biggest David Moyes fans, but I'm sure he'll tell me if uh, if I'm wrong. Uh, Rob Boyle said, "Which player had the worst hygiene?" What a strange question, Rob. Who
2: had the worst hygiene? Um, I, don't, I don't. I wouldn't say probably anybody had the worst hygiene. I wasn't. I wasn't keen on people who didn't have a shower after training. You know what I mean? For me, you're always got to have a shower. After training. Actually, don't go home and have How you can do that? You know what I mean? And, yeah, I'm not a big right. fan of it. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's. Listen, yeah, just just go and have a shower or a bath, and just yeah, and, and then go home. That you've, you know, I, it wasn't a, wasn't a big thing for me. It's it's just just have a shower at the club, and then go, and then you you're going home yeah. ready to do whatever you want to do, or go to town to do whatever you want to do. It's yeah, indeed.
1: Nothing for um, so now an uh, Robbo asked another question. He said, "What cars have we got? What cars have you got, Red?
2: Um, a silver one. I've got a. What have I got? I've got a. I've got a Volkswagen Jeep, but I don't know what, what make it is. It's called something. But I've got a Volkswagen Jeep.
1: i got um, a BMW Sport thing. It's a family wagon. There you go. There
2: you
1: go. Uh, Gary says, good show. With you on that, Uh, because you know what I mean. Um, Oh, that's why I was going to finish off them with this. If anyone's got any questions, now's the time to send them. Uh, Jamie Carragher stepped in to sponsor non-league Marine against Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Basically, I'm not entirely sure what that entails, Um, but it looks like it's something to do with the Justice for the JC23 Foundation. Uh, charity, which had previously because a back a previous sponsor had pulled out, I think, something yeah. like that. But. Well, what
2: happened, side was, was obviously now that they're not allowed any fans into the game, so they're going to lose okay. £50,000 um, wow. revenue from, from having they, they were going to get a small crowd anyway, but it was going to get them £50,000. So, TV are going to still show the game, which is going to give that revenue. Um, they've sold some online tickets to Tottenham fans, um, and people have still bought tickets to give them give them money, which is absolutely fantastic, by the way, so credit to every single Tottenham fan who's done that.
1: Yeah. That's fantastic. They, so, let's face it, they didn't have yeah. to do that. They no, no. And, uh, and
2: now Jamie has, has put his foundation towards um, supporting the game and, 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 and backing the game, which is fantastic because I played at Marine, um, and it's it's uh, it's a lovely little club. It's. Uh, it, it, you know what I mean? It's 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 only got uh, probably two and a half stands. You know what I mean? If if the, if you look at it like that, it's on it, um, on the stands where where the managers will be. Um, there's there's houses next next to it. It's very it's very surreal. So when the game's on TV, just give it a watch, give it a support, and and hope for an upset because that will be the biggest upset. Yeah. In football, bar none. If that happens,
1: I really would love to see um like Carragher's generation. You know that generation which has just finished. But are loaded because they played at the right time, where you know where the the real big money was in the Premier League and the football. They were getting yeah. paid hundreds of thousands of pounds a week. I'd love to see these guys investing in the lower league teams and helping keep them keeping them afloat. Um, because I, you know, I'm concerned about some of these teams as we've discussed previously. Uh, what else have we got? It's just uh, difficult. Don, it's just on. difficult though with because it's. It's throwing money away.
2: It's, it's basically it is throwing money away because they're just not able to reinvest that money. You know what I mean? Players getting paid, and you know what I mean. Yeah, of you, you can't you can't you can't fill all footballers. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because because some of them, if they're on non contracts, which means that they're, they're not on an FA contract, they only get paid when they play. So there's no contract written <laughs> written in, into the into the game. If they're on full contracts and they're still getting they're still playing, but there's no fans there. It's it's such a difficult situation. It of course, it. Is,
1: but there is also the aspect of like um, businesses, I think, uh, more likely to get involved in like a consortium. Yeah, you you got agree. A real Ferdinand or a Jamie Carrigan because they want to be associated with those names. So, any way that we can help keep these clubs alive, basically, yeah. I think is good. Yeah, uh, Donna Perry says, Are you going to become a manager again, Andy Campbell? <laughs>
2: um, no, I, no, I, no, I'm very doubtful, very doubtful. If someone offered me a job, well they have offered me jobs and uh, I've, I've thought about it for about five seconds and thought I'm not going to have my fingers burnt again so I enjoy I love football I, I, I love my opportunity as a manager I, I, even when I got my fingers burnt for about three months after I thought I still want to do it again and then I slept on it and then woke up one day and said that's never ever ever going to happen again so I can I can give my advice to managers tell people what I think about managers but I don't think I'll ever put that manager's hat back on
1: shout good shout Um, a few people asking about the guests uh, next week can you give us a clue Um, next week's guest
2: is uh, ex-premier league player Um, uh, he's um, one of the most successful managers in British football very very, um, very, very, very good manager who's won a lot of trophies in his time uh, as a manager and as a coach. Um, still coaching now, very current. Um, Ex teammate of mine. Spit. It doesn't out, doesn't doesn't really give it away, by the way, because I've played for about forty-five clubs, so I know. could be anybody.
1: Come, Come
2: on, could be Spit
1: anybody. It out, mate. Spit it could, out, be it could be Just anyone. Out. Do, do you want sounds, me to tell everybody? Yeah.
2: Um, special just, New Year's treat Let me just double check Just to make sure I get the date <laughs> <by the> Because <way. laughs> that will That will that will, that will put me To
1: shame If I do that Won't it yeah, so, yeah, I get, Go on While well, you check uh, Garant asks Who in our opinion Is the worst Pundit around Personally He hates Chris Sutton um, oh, Yeah
2: it's, it's, it's hard isn't it Because There's a few Yeah I, I, One thing I will say By the way Because I got shut down A little bit on social media that, that, that Leeds United Put a tweet out About Um a female pundit, uh, and I
1: retweeted
2: no, it. Yeah, I, I retweeted it, and I didn't retweet it to be awful, and retweeted to be to be disrespectful and you negative. Draw an
1: attention
2: to it. Yeah, I, re, I retweeted it because I I just I just wanted to retweet it because I didn't agree with it with with the comment. And my comment, the comment what I didn't agree with, and in regardless if she was female or, or male, was that Leeds United got promoted because of COVID. Leeds United got promoted because they were the best team in the league. End yeah. of. That's my opinion, and that's yes. and I'll stick by that. And that's why I'll say I'm not on this show. Um, next week's um, guest is current assistant manager at Connors Key, um, ex tns manager who's won 10 league titles, ex-Premier League player who played for Middlesbrough, Crystal Palace, is called Craig Harrison. So Craig Harrison will be on next week's show, ex-Harlepool United manager. I played with Craig back when I was 16, 17, 18-year-old, so... Uh, good twenty odd, twenty odd years ago. He's he's a he's a good guy. Um, really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, really looking forward to it. It's he doesn't fine. do many. He doesn't do many interviews, by the way. So it'll be uh, we'll get some get some honesty out of him as well.
1: Always good ones. We've got a few people like that who don't do many interviews. Yeah. Um, someone sent me an email. Uh, Johnny Wish uh, has been. In, he hasn't been watching live recently. He sent me an email um, asking uh, if Mehmet Dalman will be coming back on the show. Um, I am gonna try and get him on uh, at the end of the season to talk about of season and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know yet because it's a complicated one. But we'll see. See what happens. Um, we generally have got a rule that we don't have someone on twice or back. Yeah, twice, it'd be uh, but listen. It'd be, not, it'd be nice. Yeah. The championship show technically. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be,
2: listen, it'd be it'd be nice to always get always keep an update and keep that relationship. It's uh, it's something that. It's important to both of us. It's it's yeah. It'd be, it'd be nice to get that get that regular input or regular opinions mm. because football clubs evolve, isn't it? You know what I mean? Guests normally yes. guests guests don't change their story, whereas yeah, member's course. story changes every season.
1: Yeah, and I think I, I would really like to ask him some questions about uh, Neil Harris and how the board view it really this year because they can't be happy. I've got to be honest. Um, so yep. anyway, back to the thing. who's in your opinion who's the worst pundit? Well, maybe uh, not the worst. Who do you, in, who infuriates you more
2: than others? Perhaps. Um. You. Listen, it's probably it's probably more. I wouldn't say it's individuals. It's probably sometimes. Um. I'm not a big fan of, of, of listening to uh, a Gary Neville watching Man United and a Jamie Carragher watching Liverpool. I'd love to yeah. switch so that so are impartial. Um. I don't I don't like BT when BT do. Um. Uh, Chris Sutton and Robbie Savage like to have an argument. I'm not a big fan of listening to people having an argument on uh, on, on live TV. If I wanted to watch yeah, they that, just uh, shout uh, over
1: each other, didn't they? Yeah,
2: you know what I mean. Like, let them have their opinion. Let them let them have things. You know, I think uh, yeah, for me, uh, I, 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 I wouldn't say I dislike anybody, but I have certain channels that, that I like to watch more than others. And for me, I love to watch Sky Games. If there was a Sky game on and a BT game on, I'd watch Sky all day long. You know what yes. I mean? That's like that's like when I'm, when ITV and BBC do they do the England games? Uh, I would like to watch BBC more over ITV. It's just a comment. It's just the commentator and it's 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 the the pundits that they have in place as well. You know what I mean? I, I'm a big fan of Gary Lineker. I like Gary. I like the way that he does things. He handles himself. He's he's a hero on it
1: anyway. So I think if I could pick, I'd have Gary Lineker presenting. I'd have Roy Keane. Uh, Gary Neville Jamie Carragher and Micah Richards would be my four pundits at the moment they're the four oh, I the most what I like about Micah is Micah um, him and uh, Roy Keane got a bit of a like a bromance going on haven't they I really like yeah, it enjoy the
2: but Roy Roy doesn't believe he's got it Roy likes his um, yeah. yeah BN Sports is good as well I, yeah, I like that but, good but, but the only uh, they get the top games by the way so the channel wise it's, it's amazing but I like Roy's relationship with, with Micah that he he doesn't believe there's one there so he's straight faced he doesn't laugh where Mike is wetting himself every time that Roy just looks at him funny and, and just Roy's just thinking what's he laughing at it's just it's comedy gold and it's, but it's a relationship though it's, it's a double act do you know what I mean um, Jamie Carragher Gary Neville get on really well so, so for me they, they should both be in the studio uh, battling it out um, for and against certain things so for me it's, it's, it's important to keep those relationships going for me
1: yeah, yeah, I think so. I think they, they're my favourite ones. Um, there's a couple who I'm not a massive fan of. I don't particularly like Graeme Lasseau, although he does a lot of the American stuff now. Um, Owen Hargreaves is a bit of a strange one for me because I quite like his general punditry. What I don't like is when he's doing Man United, everything's outstanding. I, I cannot stand that. I can't yeah. stand, like, give an opinion one way or the other. Don't just say everything's great. Uh, not a massive fan of Martin Keown either, um, but Jim, like I don't hate him. It's just something, something there just irritates me. I think um, Jamie Car- uh, Jamie Redknapp has kind of taken a back seat over the last couple of years, he? to Carragher and and Keane and um, Neville. He doesn't seem to be on as much, and I think um, I tell you who is very good is Daniel Gabadom. Yeah, like yeah he's exactly. Said, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agree. Gavin
2: said that. Yeah, very agree. Very good. I like Lee Hendry as well. He's he, he, yes. he does some he does yeah, some, he's some good, good stuff. Cham- championship games, so you they're earning the stripes, aren't they? They're getting they're getting the mm. experience in the games, which um, which are on championship regular games, and and yeah, handled, Gabs, Gabs handles himself impeccably well. He always looks the part. He's he's a good looking guy. He, 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 he looks the part. He dresses well, and he speaks really clear. Um, I'm a big fan. I played with Gabs and I'm a friend of his anyway, but it sounds yeah. like I'm being a little bit biased. But I no, like the way that good. he does; he's, he, he uses class, same as Lee Hendry does as well. They're, they look dapper, they look smart, and and it it's appealing.
1: Yeah, spot on, mate. I really uh, I think he's very good. Um Donna says Cardiff City TV's commentators have got better. Someone I can't remember who it was, and I can't remember, I think it was on Instagram, but someone tweeted us and tagged Cardiff City TV, I think it was, and they said that we should do the pre the pre-game show on Cardiff City TV so like move this show to on Cardiff City TV I was like oh talk about that because we'd like to talk about a bit of everything but, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's still nice that someone said it Lee Hendry is very good uh, James Costi good shout there he said Liam uh, Rosinier Ros I can never say his name uh, Rosinier Rosinier Ros, Rosinier I don't know uh, Liam Rosinier he's good though anyway yeah he
2: wherever he his well, name he, is he's good yeah he's he's, he's um, his dad used to be a used to be a player as well. His dad was a good good footballer, um, and he's assistant manager at uh, Derby County now. Ah,
1: there we go. Who's the best female pundit? Um, so I've got a problem here is I don't really know their names. Um, yeah, I don't and know. That's that, terrible. I yeah, but I, know. I just I don't know their names. No, I don't know that. I don't. I also yeah. don't watch a lot of live football um, outside of Cardiff. I'm saying that. I'm saying that, I do. I do enjoy
2: watching uh, the WS, WSL highlights after matching Yeah, i been You know what so I watch, I watch well, all the I games. Yeah, Alex is a, quite good. Yeah, Alex. Alex is she the one that does present as well? As well? Um,
3: Alex yes. Scott. Yes. Yeah,
1: she's. Um, I think she's pretty good. Yeah. Radio Wales um, has been dreadful for the last couple of years. I remember years ago they used to have real problems with Leighton James trying to control him during games. He was just a nightmare. Like he didn't seem to quite grasp. That he was on like live radio but um yeah there's been some good pundits some bad pundits my favorite pundit is andy campbell just thought i'd say gabby logan um donna perry says she's yeah, she's, uh, she's like yeah, the og like, isn't she yeah i like she's uh, the uh original I like, I like i
2: like i like gabby and what i like about gabby is obviously she she, she knows his standpoint. yeah she knows her stuff she's she's confident obviously she's she's from a, a family of uh, ex-football manager mm-hmm. terry was a terry was a dad uh, Terry was a, a dad, she's married well, to me. a professional rugby player, um, a Scottish international rugby player. So she's um, she's very talented in um, in knowledge of sports stuff,
1: mate. Knows yeah. her stuff. Okay, I think that just about wraps us up for this evening, my friend. Yeah. Um. Massive thank you, as ever, to uh, to all the the guys and girls who've tuned in live, and of course to everyone who's downloaded the show afterwards and uh, watched it on the catch up. But you know. Join us live next week. Monday, 7.30. Friday, we're back with the Championship show. Um, 7 o'clock, we'll be talking all things skybacks Championship. It's going to be interesting because there's been games called off. There's been send-ins off. There's been goals. There's been bad defending. There's been arguments. There's been sackings, There's been everything. So tune into that 7 o'clock Friday night to talk Championship. I will be back tomorrow evening, 7.30, with the legend that is Super Kevin McNaughton Mm -hmm. he'll be there with his goblet of gin and uh, we'll do a little bit of unscripted uh, talking football and films and whatever else comes up but uh, massive thank you to Black Diamond Sports as ever and uh, of course Bespoke Financial and don't forget Bespoke Financial Darren Ralston are giving away a free will with £140 with any new policy which is taken out so check out the offer because it is a good one um, he's looked after Andy for years with the various policies uh, including critical illness and injuries uh, cover they are top of their field they do provide award-winning service it's not just a, a tagline for the for the sponsorship we are very proud to sponsor to to partner with uh, such a brand and uh, people and uh, I love it but uh, Andy tell us about them like and what they do for you mate just to finish us off
2: yeah, listen. I, um, I I've known Darren and um, and some of the other guys at bespoke financial for for many a years, and and Daz has helped me with um, with mortgages in the past. He, he, I, I've got I've got a couple of policies with him in the minute. Uh, critical illness. Um, actually, listen, you don't know what's around the corner, and, and for and for security, family, and and and, and to know that my kids um will be looked. Uh, be looked after. Is, is the most important thing for me because you know what I mean. Listen, you don't know what's around the corner, especially at the minute. And, and I've and I'm George, going back yeah. donkey's years, which, which I've had. Uh, I also have an injury insurance cover um, just to cover myself for so football. If I um, if something happens at football that I know that um, you know what I mean, that medical bills and everything will get looked after and uh, and also can get, even put money in your pocket. So if anybody who plays any kind of level semi-professional pub level sport, it covers you if you fall over and. After a night out, for example, you know what I mean—not that I'm yeah. planning on getting injured—but it just covers you all the time, and it's it's, it's so important, things, so it? important. Also, before I finish, please join us on Friday because there's going to be a little bit of a of a loving a little bit of a love fest because um, I don't know who saw the action at the weekend, Bradley but Dak. Bradley Dack got his uh, his goal and his first game back, and I've been stalking the man all, all over social media, by the way. So if he does, if I, if I don't get him on this show by the end of the season or the summer, I will be extremely disappointed.
1: I'm gonna try and get like a uh, like a heart overlay and some love music to play every time you talk about him. Oh, um, I'm gonna do my best yes. to create that this week. He looked, use, he, looks, he,
2: looked ama- he looked, amazing. as well, by the way. At the weekend, he's just he could be
1: the left. Though Blackburn, Blackburn got such a good squad this year. Yeah. I really fancy them to do something yeah. now he's back and then keep him fit. Yeah. Be amazing. Um, Stewie, going back to be Stuart Downing, Downing's getting a call. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Hundred percent. I think uh, going back to peace Park financial as well that's what i would say to people is like the world where the way it is i think insurance cover and cover like that is so important at the moment just give them a ring see what they say t- t- speak yeah. to darren tell him that we sent you and he'll look after you he'll really yeah. uh i really have a look um, and yeah. all the people by the way uh, just reminded me Cade, who tweeted cost coffee last week amazing <laughs> thank you very much do it again this week let's 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 get that sponsorship
2: Still posing. Yeah. I um, I got. I had an interesting. Uh, now you can all in, tweet Bradley Dak as on. Interesting um, a message sent to me um, by one of our viewers who uh, who got in touch with uh, with Costa. Who did he? And um, she. Yeah, she. And uh, mm-hmm. and Costa told them they were very happy with uh, all the comments and very happy with the, 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 the coverage they're getting. But unfortunately, it's not something that they do. Boo. Yes, I know. Very disappointed.
1: Sorry, right, Starbucks still. We'll switch. <laughs> get some stickers. <laughs> stickers over here. That's it. Yeah. Nice to get acknowledgement. Pepsi Max. I don't <laughs> drink pop, mate. Don't drink fizzy drinks. Tell you what, I did drink over sugar Christmas, sugar free, which I really enjoyed. Was um, have you ever tried um, oh, what's it called? I can't remember the bloody name of it now. Um, Brewdog, uh, Brewdog beers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I haven't had it, but I've, I've seen it. Yeah. So I had um, I bought we brought I brought a crate of them in It was like a mixture of all the different flavours. Uh, and they had, like, a pale ale and punk IPA. The punk IPA was real good, mate. Real, really enjoyable stuff. But anyway, that's another show. Talking about the uh, the fine wines and the fine yeah. beers. Um, as ever, thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Yeah, cheers, Andy. guys. It's my, my really absolute pleasure it. to Loved sit it. And talk to you, mate. Flies by, doesn't it? Time just flies. It does. It just goes so quick. and We didn't yeah. even really have, like, a... Like a thing to stick to today we were just ah, talking like talking, freestyle old, yeah, freestyle yeah. always nice to go a bit old school mate before yeah. we go back to the the guests from next week yeah but uh join us friday mates and girls girls and gals seven o'clock yeah, let's talk some the, championship for the bradley, know, duck, um, the bradley duck championship show <laughs> yeah that's what we but the thing is mate that's the one in it we've got to build up the championship show this year this yeah is, this, it's a different time slot and people struggle yeah. to get there for this one so we're going to build it yep. up Going to get some guests on there, get some championship players on there. Got a few uh, ready to go. But uh, in the meantime, have a great week. Check out, join me for Super Careful Unscripted tomorrow. uh, Danny Battle Fight Show Wednesday. Cheers, guys. Have a great week.
0: My mummy and daddy have been talking about life insurance. It sounds like something to protect my brother and me, but I don't really understand. Then my auntie Louise told mummy about bespoke financial side. After an hour Darren said goodbye and Mummy and Daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Podcast Network.